Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It is Thursday, September 6th. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. Um, let's pray for today. Heavenly Father, um, with everything going on in our lives today, uh, complex things, uh, simple things, um, God, I ask that uh, you appear present to us, that we sense uh, your involvement in this, and that uh, if we, for some reason, Lord, we just feel detached from that, may we take the time to pause I mean we take the time to be silent and to listen um, and to hear your voice speak to us and uh, may that be transformative in the moments that we exist and connect with others today we ask this in Jesus name amen amen new international version today the NIV Romans 8 12 through 17 therefore brothers and sisters we have an obligation but it is not to the flesh to live according to it For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you received does not make you slaves, so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ if indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. Hmm. I enjoyed the NIV. Um, I did. I enjoyed enjoyed that version there. Um, So what does it mean to be adopted by Jesus into his family? Well, according to this, it means that you become an heir to something good. Yeah. Presumably, although it's not specifically stated, you're an heir. Heir to everything. That God Including has. Including suffering. Well, yes. And so that's kind of the knowledge a, that's a clinch- of good and evil, huh. perhaps. The knowledge of good and evil. Mm. Well, we already had that at the very beginning. Yeah. Everything comes full circle. Well, yes, it existed. I mean, it, the truth is this, that some people believe that God, I mean, God did explain everything at the very beginning. He explained everything. And some people believe that they didn't know anything at the beginning, but... I believe that they understood the difference between it. They just didn't experience evil. They just understood. Yeah, I think it seems to me that your daily walk today talked about, is, am I remembering correctly, that Paul seems to be saying, or maybe some commenta- commentary writer was saying, that to be adopted at this time was even better than to be a biological child, like there was more status it attached was, to it. It was amazing. Because I, I was going to say that that, I think, is a barrier to some of our understanding probably with yeah. this, is I don't think that that's really... A thing. I mean, I don't think there's necessarily a stigma, but a lot of adopted children and people experience some kind of um, emotional disturbance because of just related to the fact yeah. of having been given up. And I mean, many people obviously deal with that very well and have loving families yeah. and everything, but I don't think of it as being something that most people experience. Crave. Yeah, you don't want that. It's not no. the thing that you're. In the society where for. adoption was the way out uh, and the way forward. That would have been to be, it. say, adopted by a better family like Moses was, for instance. To be adopted by any family and to well, well I mean, to suppose your status. family was, you yeah. know, as yeah. Moses's family yeah. were slaves, and then he was adopted yeah. by the 
princess of Egypt, right? Yeah, yeah. No, totally. And and there is this uh, illusion that uh, takes place inside here, uh, an echo back to Exodus that uh, exists inside the story here that obviously Paul's talking out of a context where people understood that adoption was a good thing. So God had said to them, coming out of Exodus, you are my sons. You are. you know, even in our modern context, Mm -hmm. anyone who's adopted almost very likely is adopted by someone who is better off than whoever their biological parents were. Because you have to jump through all these hoops in order to be approved to adopt a child. Unless Anybody can have a child. Away. That can happen. Yeah. But often it's there's some issue going on that causes the yeah. birth parents to have to give the child up. That there's some reason that they don't feel that they can take care of them. So usually the child would be going into a quote better mm-hmm. house. And so yet there is still this feeling of I don't know, displacement, I guess? or I think it's the issue of rejection. Yeah, rejection. Uh, and, and acceptance. And, and therefore, maybe the metaphor still rings true today when God says, look, um, you may feel that you've been rejected. Mm-hmm. You may feel that your body is, you know, you're, you're living this life where the flesh, the carnal nature, you're off here. But with the spirit um, inside you coming this way here, you actually can belong to the family of God. And I adopt you and call you my own. And you become, in fact... Paul will say this in Ephesians. He'll actually get to the place where he says, you become co-heirs. You know, I mean, it's pretty mm-hmm. powerful metaphors to explain the presence of this. But with family, you know, there are good things and there are hard things that we do. We, there are disciplines that we learn and there are times that we go through difficult times, right? And I think what Paul's saying here, look, um, you are heirs with God co-heirs with God. He actually says it here in this version. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory, he says, you, you get to actually go through this journey and, and learn what it is to grow. Mm. And I think that's difficult for us because we think that following Christ is just ha, 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 happy. And uh, what oh, did you say earlier in the week? You said it was just... It what did I say? You said something about it's just too intense, Abba Father. Oh, I was, like, I yeah. was just saying... And well, I the, think that there's the, there's the kind of letdown or the kind of like the quieter times, the harder times. Well, see, I'm all about that. Yeah, and I actually think that there is a lot of that. Hence, like the Psalms... I've told you about this, about the Psalms having three methods, right? The written, Walter Brueggemann does this oh, really I'm great so thing. I'm so thankful that you have not told me this, but please, <laughs> please go three, three methods of a psalm. Oh, come on. It's great. It's great. So Walter Brueggemann, he says um, that when you're looking at the Psalms, that a psalm is either written in orientation or disorientation or reorientation. Have I never said this to you? No. Oh, this is, this is diamond stuff. All right, here it goes. So... A psalm of orientation basically says, God, I am with you. I'm fantastic. I am in line with you. A psalm of reorientation, um, sorry, disorientation, is that, uh, God, I just can't give a rip. I I hate the world. I hate you. I hate everything going on. It's just, it's chaos. It's this kind of pain. And a reorientation is, God, I'm struggling with you. And I come back through the journey of the psalm. By the end, I'm like in line with you again. Okay, I have heard you say this before. I don't know if it was specifically to me. Oh, good, good, because I'm pretty sure I may have. I don't think I preached about it yet. I've heard you say it, but I I don't feel like you sat me down and said, no, Becky, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to have to get a little session of just like, now, Becky, (laughs) now, Becky, let me tell you. See, that voice for you, you now, Becky, like a cowboy. Becky. (laughs) 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 We'll, we'll work. We'll work on that. 
But I think that there's there's so much inside here uh, that he's pulling out of this that made sense to them. Um, and we do have to unpack what it really means to be adopted. And the, it it's echoes back to the story of Exodus that uh, God yeah, said to them. I don't know. It's a, just a visual kind yeah, of Yeah, I know. It sort of it doesn't can be negative. necessarily mean anything to me. Yeah. It's like, hmm. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. And it, it, it doesn't sound like the best uh, like metaphor. I, I don't really want to be adopted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> as I am. Yeah, okay. Um, you know. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I, I think that you need to get some help, <laughs> clearly. No. No. I think no. most okay. people, if you did a poll you don't, of people, You don't want to be adopted, be like, but, okay. but uh, if you understood the benefits of being adopted, you would say, actually, I would want to be adopted. I guess I don't understand. Uh, yeah, yeah, the benefits of being adopted. That must be the problem. Belonging to God, mm-hmm. belonging to his family. Well, I mean, I'm saying even if I were going to be, like, in earthly terms, human terms, as Paul would say. Oh, human. <laughs> if I were going to be adopted by... Are you, you're sounding like Paul now. Okay, I, you know how Steve Jobs, there's just been a... <gasps> Man, rather yes. appalling book, I guess, written by his daughter. I'm gonna have to read it. At so, some point. okay, Steve Jobs was a very wealthy man. Mm-hmm. So, if I had been adopted by him, I would be an heir to a great fortune. Probably, I, I would have been cut should. out of the will, though. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is, just because somebody is really rich, for instance, would I want to be adopted by, I don't know, George Clooney or? <laughs> some other famous person Uh that just seems weird and like, no, I don't want to be adopted. Maybe I would like them to just give me some money. I think (laughs) that's a a little bit different. I think what's weirder is that you thought of George Clooney, but that's that's an aside. (laughs) Someone who could adopt me. (laughs) I know, clearly. Of all the people out there, George Clooney would be the one. Um, Well, you know. Well, here's the thing. Uh, this text and parallel texts as well in Ephesians try to pull through this great idea that uh, the Spirit of God is the one who guarantees our inheritance that we receive from God and we can belong to the family of God, which is being in line, your will in line with that. And so tomorrow uh, we'll address this one more time uh, before Sabbath. And so if we could, are you, are you okay? <laughs> You're like you're gone. <laughs> Okay, all right. So uh, let's uh, look after each other. Oh, and actually, let me just repeat the question one more time. What does it mean to be adopted by Jesus into his family? And uh, you look after each other and live love and we'll connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.